Welcome to Freedom Slay Podcast, where fempreneurs, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs come to fast track their success. If you're a millennial girl boss, listen, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the goods, because every week you're going to get the tools that you need to slay your business goals to create a life of time and financial freedom. I'm Ganette Jones, your host and Freedom Slayer in charge here. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, today we're talking about money, moolah, dinero, and I want to share how I make five-figure months and how you can do it too. And I know, I know, people get uncomfortable when we talk about money, when money becomes the topic of discussion. Everybody wants to make money moves, but they don't necessarily want to talk about them, right? But look, I figure how can you make what you're afraid to talk about? You know, you're essentially blocking money from coming to you if you're afraid of it. You know, you're blocking it if you think money is dirty or people with money are dirty, if you think people are filthy rich, right? If you're afraid to talk about it, if you think that you can't be happy and wealthy, newsflash, you can't. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. So just like you have miserable rich people, you have miserable poor people. It's not about the money. It's about the individual. And by no means am I saying you have to tell everybody your money situation and, you know, get into the nitty gritty of what you have in your bank account. Not necessary at all. However, I do know that when I started out, I got so much knowledge and inspiration from others sharing their stories. And I wanted to give that same blessing to you, especially because I see so many of you sharing how you're looking to make your first six figures so that you're going to be the first millionaire in your family. I see you retweeting that and I see you putting up posts and reposting memes that say you're going to be the first millionaire in your family. I see that. So because of that, I feel like it's my obligation to share with you how you can begin making these money moves. And like I mentioned in the welcome podcast, the introductory podcast, I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you how to become a millionaire because I'm not a millionaire myself yet. Right. And when I get there, you're going to be following the journey and we'll be talking about it as well. However, I will have some millionaires on the podcast that are going to share their knowledge with you. However, in the meantime, I can show you and teach you what I know, which is how to make your first five figure month, right? How to get those six figures. Because I think it's amazing that you want to get the six figures and the millions of dollars, right? I think it's awesome and I'm here for it. However, I want you to not just talk about it. I don't just want you to say it. I want you to actually begin doing the things that are going to get you there. Now, before we get into the steps that I've done that's assisted me to get to five figure months, which means over 10 grand, right? So 10 grand really up until 99,999 awfuls in the five figure range a month. However, before I get there, I need to set the scene because I need you to understand that I'm not speaking from some high horse, okay? So listen, I've had the debit card decline at the store, right? And looking at the person like, you're serious? Try it again. I've been there. So if that's you, if you've been there too, then listen, we're one of the same and you can get here as well. And I remember many years ago, I was sitting off with, well, my now mother-in-law, but then she was just my boyfriend's mom. And one of her friends were there as well. It was a Sunday afternoon maybe 2013-ish, possibly. I've been with my husband now since 2008. But I want to say it was around 2013-ish. And I remember them talking about purchasing property and investments. And they were talking about all these things. And I just remember breaking down and crying because I'm like, how the heck am I ever going to afford a house in Bermuda? These homes are millions of dollars, right? We're looking at million-dollar houses. And it's just like, how can I ever afford the life that I desire? How can I afford to give back to the community the way I want to? How can I build my own school? How can I do these things that are going to assist me to not just help and build a legacy for myself, but more importantly, for those around me, right? Not just for my child, but for her children and for their children and their children and for the people all around me 
both in Bermuda and overseas? How can I make a difference that's going to shake this world for the better? And I just felt like I could not get there briefly because I don't stay there for long. But I do remember crying at this moment. I'm just like, how can I do that with what I'm making right now? Like, it's just going to be impossible. I have to work forever and save and not have fun and not enjoy life. And this is what I was thinking for the whole half hour or so that it lasted. And then I went home. And when I went home, I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? You can either play the victim or you can get up and figure out a plan to get you out of this hole that you feel like you're in, right? Because I mean, it wasn't terrible. I know some people are in tons and tons and tons of debt. I didn't have that, thankfully, right? So I'm like, I can figure out a way to get out. Yeah, maybe my job isn't paying me what I want to make and that's fine. I need to figure out other ways to make more. Either that means finding another job or creating my own income. And I figured, you know what? where I am right now, I've been here for a while, I can stay there and allow my job to be the investor in this business I'm about to build. And I know there's someone out there listening that's probably thinking, well, you don't need money to build a legacy and you don't need money to make a difference and all of that. And you're absolutely right, you don't. However, if you wanna make a bigger difference, then money certainly helps and it makes it a much easier process. And I'm here for the grace and ease all the time. As Jay-Z says, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them, so I get rich and give back to me, that's the win-win. Absolutely love that quote. In fact, I should probably give you a heads up. Throughout these podcasts, you're likely gonna hear some rap quotes, mostly from my guy, Jay a man who's a billionaire so yeah great person to learn from and in a future podcast we'll get into the nitty-gritty of money mindset and I'll bring in an expert in her field who can assist us with this but like I shared at the beginning of this today's podcast is all about how I make five figure months and how you can do the same thing and I want to break this down into three steps are you ready I remember the first time I hit the five-figure mark. I was at $13,769 and some pennies. That's what it was. That was the first time I had crossed that 10-figure mark. I actually skipped right over 10 and 11 and 12 and almost got to 14. So that was my first dose of having a five-figure month, okay? So the step one in order to get to this place is to one, figure out where you stand right now, right? And this can get scary, especially if you're someone who likes to avoid the numbers. You don't pay attention to where money's going, where it's come from, what you owe, what you make each month. And you need to pay attention to that because I say this all the time, that which gets tracked grows. And this isn't a statement that I've come up with. I've heard this over and over again in many books I've read. You must have a clear understanding of where you stand right now. So that's every single asset and every liability, all the things you owe. And I know I said earlier, I didn't have a whole lot of debt, right? Or I think I said I didn't have debt like that. I mean, I had a credit card. So there was that as well, right? Not huge. I know some people are in hundreds of thousands and tens of thousands of debt. I didn't have a whole lot of that. But when I first began, I had to keep track of the things that I did owe for. And one of those things was the credit card. I had to take track of what's coming in. So that's not just the money coming in from my nine to five, but also making sure that I know how much is going into the different pension savings I have or any investments. I didn't have any real investments at the time outside of one that my insurance company had to gather for me, but I took track of all of that. So often people are putting money into different schemes, right? Social insurance, I say schemes, but you know what I mean? Plans. However, they aren't sure what's actually in there. They know money comes out of their paycheck every month to go into their 401k and all these different things, but they don't necessarily know how much is there each time. So make sure at the very beginning, you're doing an audit of your finances. You're finding out the nitty gritty because in order to know where you're going, you have to know where you currently are. It's like trying to get to some place that's on the other side of a country without a map and you've never been there before. 
yeah, you could probably get there, but it's going to take a lot more time. If you want to fast track your success and if you want to do it the right way, then look, pay attention to where you're spending your money. Pay attention to what you already have. Pay attention to what you owe. Get really clear. Spend a month really diving into where you stand at the moment. And I get that this isn't sexy at all, right? Nobody likes to audit their finances. No one likes to audit anything. No one really likes numbers unless you're like an accountant, right? Let's be honest. You may not want to do this and that's fine. I didn't want to do it either. But in order to do the things that you want to do in the future, in order to go the places you want to go with your finances, you have to first know where you're beginning. So that is step one to doing that unsexy work, laying the foundation first and ensuring that you know where you stand so that you can make a plan to get you to that next level. And step number two is figuring out how to make half. So if you're looking to make a hundred grand or more a year, that means you have to first figure out how to make 50 grand, right? A lot of times we can get really intimidated because we have these grandiose plans, which are great. I really think we should be dreaming big and doing bigger things. However, if we don't even know how to get there or what it looks like, then what's the point of having these dreams if we haven't figured out a concrete way to get there? So I always think it's great to figure out first how to get to the halfway point because, you know, you may be wanting to get to that finish line that's 100 meters away, but if you don't even know how you're going to get to the first 50 meters, then how are you going to get to the 100 meters? So let's figure out how to get to half. And it's also getting really clear on what it looks like. I think it's super important that if you want a certain amount of money that you know, one, what it looks like, and two, you know what you're going to do with it. Why would money, because it's an energy, why would money come to you? Why would you attract money if you don't even know what to do with it once you attract it? It's going to go to someone who's going to spend it better, who's going to be wiser with it and who knows what it looks like coming in. So if you're looking to make, let's say, $100,000 a year to keep this super simple, right? That means at minimum, you're going to have to make 8333 spot 33 cents every single month for the entire year or more, right? It's not impossible at all. I told you the first time I hit five figures in my business was over 13 grand. So it doesn't have to be difficult. However, you have to know what it looks like. So 8,333 spot 33. So if you're looking to make half of that, we're looking at 4,166 spot 67 cents to get there. So then you have to think about based on what you currently offer, how many items if you sell products or how many spots do you have to fill if you have a service, would you need to get to that halfway mark? And I remember waking up to the realization, thanks to my business coach I had at the time. So shout out to Danielle. And she said to me, looking at what I had to offer and I had lower e-courses and she said to me, okay, what about one-on-one? And at that point I was so against one-on-one, like I mentioned in the last podcast, the introduction podcast, I just didn't want to do it. But I understood that it was a higher ticket item and I did not have the audience that I have today. So you have to understand that if you are offering low ticket items, that means you need to be selling to a lot more people, right? Or you have to have a highly engaged, medium-sized audience. I didn't have either. So because of that, I decided to do the one-on-one thing. And I also began to get really strategic about growing my audience at that point and also figuring out how I can reach more people for my e-courses. And look, you may not get it right the first try and you probably wouldn't. It's going to require some tweaking, require you testing the market, figuring out what works, figuring out more importantly, what you enjoy doing and what works well for you, your business, your brand, right? And once you figure that out and you're tweaking it and you get to the halfway mark based on the things that you're selling, you're figuring out what works really well to sell. You're figuring out maybe what marketing tools and strategies are working in order to get you to that place, the halfway place, and then you're ready to get to the next step. 
And step number three, if you haven't figured it out already, is really simple. And that is to two exit, right? Or as Grant Cardone says, to 10 exit. It's a numbers game at this point, right? If you can figure out how to get to $1, you can figure out how to make two. If you can get to $10, you can figure out how to get to $10,000. It's really simple and it doesn't always require you to work a whole lot harder. Just because you're putting in two times the sales doesn't mean you have to put in two times the work. Trust me, I'm not about that grind until you die life, right? It's about working smart, not necessarily hard and killing yourself in the process. Is it gonna require work? Of course it will. If it was something that was super easy, you'd have a lot of people doing it, not just talking about it or wishing it, right? So it's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, but the successful entrepreneurs are the ones who put in the work and get it done. But I need you to understand that it's also not impossible. Like I told you where I came from, right? From the place where I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I ever gonna escape this rat race? Because that's what it felt like working a nine to five, being told how much you can make, there's ceilings on what you can make. It's, even if you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, right? There's still a ceiling to what you can make and I didn't feel comfortable one allowing myself to work for 40 years for something that I wasn't 100% passionate about or wasn't passionate about at all right but also I wasn't comfortable allowing someone else to dictate what I can make and the amount I can make so I knew that I had to begin putting in work starting the business and then obviously I mentioned I had a coach after that I hired a coach which got me to this level this is you know years in the making it's not something that happened overnight but I want you to know it's also nothing that's impossible for you you can do this and the other thing I touched on briefly because we did talk about knowing how to get there right and knowing how to at least get to the halfway point before you can get to the full point so it's important to know what it looks like but it's also important like I mentioned to know how you're going to use it do you have a plan for it? How much are you going to invest? What are you going to invest it in? What are you going to use? Are you going to have some smart purchases? What will they be? What is it going to look like when this money is yours? And of course, those are three broad steps. In between those three broad steps, you're going to have a lot smaller steps, right? So with step two, for instance, of course, when you have to figure out how to make half, it's going to require you to get really clear on your client. Who is your audience? Who are you targeting? Not just the demographics, but getting really clear on the psychographics as well, right? who are they then you also have to ask yourself what is it that they really want don't just guesstimate don't just guesstimate how much you're going to make don't just guess whether or not it's something that they desire but test out the market and not just through surveys you know because that's one thing someone could hit a button and say they want it however asking them to pre-order right pre-order if you want to put your money where your mouth is is this something you're interested in let me know by pre-ordering maybe at a discounted rate so you're going to be testing a lot of things along the way and that's the part that does take the longest because you have to figure out what is working for you you know you have to figure out where your money is best spent as well maybe it isn't marketing maybe you're actually doing a lot of guerrilla marketing and alternative marketing things which are really low cost sometimes free ways to make a huge impact with your sales so maybe that's what you figure out works best for your audience or maybe you figure out hey a lot of the money works best when I run Facebook ads or maybe they work best when you do speaking engagements and that you get a lot of people in the crowd come to you afterwards and you get lots of clients that way or like I said maybe you realize it's not marketing at all and you want to focus more of your money towards things and time towards things that are more on the branding aspect of it providing more value to your audience maybe it's you know tweaking your product itself and making it a higher quality product so you can get more word of mouth and there's no one-size-fits-all for any business right which is why it don't make sense for 
me to tell you the steps in between that I did for my business and what worked for my audience because we don't have the same business, we don't have the same audience and we're not the same person. What I can give you though is a guideline for the things, the really big things that do work amongst many, many different types of businesses and that is one, knowing where you stand, that is Two, figuring out how to get to the halfway point first, whatever the halfway point looks like for you. Maybe you don't want to get to 100 grand. Maybe you're just trying to get to 50 grand. So then the halfway point would mean trying to get to 25 grand a year and figuring out your numbers from there. And then the third step is 2xing or 10xing it and figuring out a way how to do that. But the important part is to lay the foundation. And it does not happen overnight, but it also doesn't have to take forever. It doesn't have to take you as long as it took me. I know someone who made their first million dollars in their business in year two of their business. So year one, they had already passed that six-figure mark, multiple six-figure mark. So it isn't a matter of taking a specific amount of years either. If you're learning from the right teachers and if you're investing in your success, that's time, that's money, that's effort. And getting the information that fits your business then you're gonna help yourself succeed so much faster. And then of course, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there are people who've taken many more years than I have to get to that five figure mark per month. So again, it does not matter. Your story is your story. But the important thing is to get clear on where you're going, to do the three steps that we talked about today to get you there faster, to fast track your success by making sure that you're doing things that you know work. When I actually stopped buying the small little courses and began investing in real high level coaching, when I started buying courses that were in the thousands, I realized that they were of higher value, that I was able to get things that were specific for me. And especially when I hired my first business coach, I was able to fast track my success because there was something much more specific. First of all, the low end courses are low end for a reason. While they may give you some valuable information, you are not going to get to where you want to go as fast as you want to get there. When I hired for my first business coach, well, for starters, I was scared crapless because that's the most money I had ever spent. However, when I hired my first business coach, I noticed such a big difference in the amount of money I was making each month because what I was learning was specific to my business. Unlike, you know, a generic course that can be for anybody and you have to tweak it and figure out what works, it takes a little more time. Yes, it could work. Yes, it very well may work. However, it's going to take you more time to figure out how to use the strategy that that teacher is teaching you to apply it to your business in a way that works well. So how my business is set up now is a lot different than how it was set up when I hired my first business coach. However, she gave me the tools that I needed to figure out a plan to get where I wanted to go. Now I make the majority of my money through my 101. I make money through my e-courses. I make money through my book sales. I make money through my membership, Freedom Stay in a Circles, what's up? I make money through so many other means. I actually have seven streams of income now and I'm able to do that now based on what I learned way back when. And I still use a lot of the things that she taught me to this day. So what I want you to do is get really clear on where you wanna go. Where do you want, what target do you wanna hit? Where do you wanna go first? What are you gonna do when you get there? What is your end goal? You know, are you looking to build a legacy? What does that look like for you? Where are you going? Spend some time on that foundational, unsexy work. I'm telling you, because that's what's gonna help get you to where you need to go. So my challenge to you is to set aside time to do the work. Set aside at least 30 minutes, 
in the next five days. Within the next five days, I want you to not just say in your mind, you're going to do it. I want you to put it in your calendar. I want you to set an alarm and I want you to do the work. I want you to ask yourself the deep questions that's going to help you get to that next level. I want you at a minimum to figure out where you stand today. I want you to go into all of your accounts and write the numbers down. I want you to write down what you owe. I want you to write down. And even if that's some friend you owe, write that down too. I want you to write down what you have everywhere. If you find five cents in your couch, write that down too. Get clear because that which gets tracked grows. Important, right? And then figuring out again what the halfway point looks like for you. So I hope you found this helpful. Next time we are going to be diving into what to do when you have too many ideas, when you need some clarity, because that is a gift and a curse of an entrepreneur, having so many ideas and not knowing where to go from there. So if that's something that you struggle with, then you would definitely want to tune in to the next episode. It was great speaking to you this time. Okay, okay, I see you, Freedom Slayer. You stayed through to the end, which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode. Listen, if you haven't already, do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast. It'll help others like you find a benefit from it. And look, it also helps with the rankings. Hashtag transparent AF. I appreciate you. 